Welcome everyone to Upping the Stash. I'm your host. I am back. It's Uppy here. Um, it's time for our week nine NFL show. Uh, tonight we have a full crew again. Stash is here and Dirty Dan is here. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. Welcome back, brother. Yeah, I, uh, I listened to your show the other day and it's nice to bring some manliness back to the podcast and <laughs> some structure <laughs> and some uh, chest hair. Um Yes, definitely. You guys were, you guys were drink. Is, is everyone broke right now? Like, I, I, I heard there was water on the show. Like, hey, I mean, we're just classy. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were more keeping like, very, like we were keeping a very, yeah. yeah, we were keeping a very gentlemanly between between us, you know. Just wait. One of these, one of these shows, I'm gonna have wine. <laughs> have a glass of wine. That's well, fine. That's speaks, alcohol. Yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> So who's drinking water tonight, guys? I who's got drinking vitamin? vitamin? I got some vitamin water. Right yes, here. the the boy needs his vitamins. Mm. You gotta you gotta let well, him have gonna, his vitamins. Gonna, yeah, you're gonna shit talk on the like, <laughs> nutrition. Like. Yes, I will because I'm drinking I'm drinking with Jesus Cristo tonight. I am actually doing the wine. So you know, <laughs> that's right. It's red wine. We, it's good for you. We we have we have a um, well I didn't say we but um, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Donovan Mustache has a uh, one of those little subscription things that she has over here with mm. one of the wineries. So she picked up her lot, and uh, I'm sipping on it. So why not? Yeah. Well, um, despite the fact that tomorrow is my payday, and I've been pinching pennies for a while, I had thirteen dollars left to my name nice. on my way home. And I, I like I said, I listened to your show. I was like, what could be gayer than just drinking water? Um, so I, I, I thought like you lowered the bar so low I could have pulled off doing Coors Light tonight, but I, I have more respect for myself than that. <laughs> so I picked you, up this. Uh, it's called you're doing it's called Coors. And, <laughs> no, it's it's called Life and Lamb. It's a collaboration beer between uh, Sierra Nevada Brewing Company and some other brewery. I don't see it. I'm not gonna try to find it, but. Um, it's an ale brewed with maple syrup and birch syrup, so huh. it's a little darker, a little bit sweeter. But I guarantee you, I promise you, I feel better about drinking this than Dan does about drinking his vitamin water. Are you sure? Because <laughs> I feel pretty fucking good right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what's the message you're trying to send of you to the to the youth out there? Mm-hmm. Um, not that youth listen to our show. <laughs> But if they did, they have to understand that um, we don't get paid to do this. And I'm a grown adult with my own job and my own money. And who would possibly want a podcast sober? Like, who does I mean, that? I mean, besides Dirty I'm Dan. <laughs> I'm just a trendsetter. It's all right when uh, Dirty Dan makes it big, uh, you know, about 15, 20 years from now, and he's he's sipping on that coffee mug doing his journal thing on uh, 
ESPN or whatever, the NFL Network. Um, we'll be tweeting at him. We'll be calling him out while he's drinking his little coffee mugs and hoping you're enjoying your water. Pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I have my message for the youth. Um, you'll love this one, Dirty Dan. Here's my message, message to the youth. YouTuber is not an appropriate career path. Yeah. Wow. You're sounding I mean, like a, a boomer. Ba- it's a it's a good it's a good backup plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good stumble upon, like being a successful musician. <laughs> like if you're happy enough, if you're lucky enough to make a living off of it, good for you. But yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't yeah. go out and so. That that was a little insider thing. I think Dirty Dan was one of the first people I ever met who actually mentioned YouTuber as a career when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't the only one. But when he was younger, well, that was like last year. <laughs> yeah, last week actually. Last <laughs> week, wow. Because wow. he was drinking water last week too. <laughs> I mean, so. I get carded all the time. So, <laughs> hey, enjoy it. It doesn't last forever. I promise you. Uh, <laughs> so, a little housekeeping. Um, the prediction stuff with Idiotville. Uh, we were all correct last week, wow. so we are tied nine to nine going into this coming week. So, I, I have a feeling I don't want to give away what the picks were, but I have a feeling some people are going to be wrong. So I don't think it's going to be tied next week. So that'll be fun. So just to recap, week eight, Dirty Dan was a perfect five and zero. Oh. oh yeah. Stash and I are both four and one, and um. So we'll get into our weekly recap. We're going to skip Dirty Dan. I mean, no offense. The Niners won 51 to 24. I don't really. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. What else are you going to say other than it was an ass whooping? Um, <laughs> and Joey Bosa is a god, right? I mean, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Nick, sorry. Joey's, Joey Bosa is a god, too. I mean, there are, yeah. anyone with yeah. Bosa for a last name is a badass. Yeah, I think so, they've, they've replaced the Watt brothers for now. Oh, definitely. Especially since one of them can't stay healthy. But. Yeah, he just got he just tore his pec. Yeah, what a pussy. Um, <laughs> JJ, I don't mean it. Don't I know. Dude, watch it. He's gonna come after you. <laughs> why don't you hurt yourself? Try to come find me, man. <laughs> uh, so, Stash, why don't you tell us about the nail biter there in Chicago? Oh. Uh, yeah, you know, um, they did surprisingly better than I had predicted them to play but Dirty Dan and I talked about last week. I mean, Phillip Rivers actually looked like he was a quarterback. The offensive line was actually playing football, and the defense held themselves to a higher standard than the New York Jets or uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I got to give it to him. The nail-biter at the end, wow. How do you come down to a field goal? And be that one guy, the lonely kicker. You know, like I, like I'm, I'm definitely rooting for my for my team. But last week I was not rooting for my team, and I was not rooting for them at all. And I was gonna, I was gonna really punch myself in the stomach because <laughs> I was actually got, I actually got to watch the last ten minutes of the game on my lunch break, and um, and like, who picked up this kicker? Like seriously, what did you see in this kicker that said, "Hey, this guy's a winner. We want to, we want him on our team." But at the same time, you must, you must admit, you don't want to be in that locker room with that with that guy. So I give it to him for hitting for uh, laces out on that uh, on that kick, and for Chargers winning it. I had him losing, 
Uh, what would, what did I have them losing at? Actually, I had them losing. Yeah, twenty three twenty one. So, um, but pretty wow, close. yeah, pretty freaking close. You know, just went the other way. That's all. Well, I think the best part of all of that is is I don't go on Instagram very often, mm-hmm. but I did like yesterday. <laughs> And Dirty Dan posted this awesome video of this Bears fan and reacting oh. to them. <laughs> it made my day. I, I felt so much better after watching that guy. Like, go from like, yeah, it's finally our day. It's going to happen for us. And then, fuck, fuck, yeah. I'm done being a Bears fan. He, like, throws his jersey off. <laughs> I, I feel uh, bad, but I couldn't stop laughing at that kid. He, he, just, had to, he just had a feeling like um, last year was their year, and they just kind of – I mean, if they didn't have a bad kicker last year, who knows? They may have been. Yeah, they could have gone. They could have. Um, they definitely should have won that game where they did oh, miss that oh, field goal against the Eagles. Definitely. I mean, I was rooting against <laughs> right. them. I had I had a friend in the room who was talking up the Bears so much, and it was just really mm. getting on my nerve, on everyone's nerves. And right. um, there was another Eagles fan, one of my other friends, and um, we were all on the Eagles like about the whole game. Right. And of course, Bears drive downfield just to miss that field goal and it was so satisfying yep <laughs> but yeah it's funny the, the... that it was funny that um stash mentioned how like yeah like who brings in that kicker is like oh like this is your winner it's the bears are actually trying out like five like five different kickers throughout mm-hmm. the, the off season and um they're really hounding like okay we need this position to be you know right mm-hmm. can't miss any more field goals and it's funny the guy that they ended up picking does this to them does twice it, so. Yeah. Well, he was just saying earlier this season he was the savior. He yeah, hit a game winning field goal at the end. I think yeah. I think it was against um, Denver actually, um, who we'll be talking about later in the podcast. Uh, but hey, a win is a win. You got to get it how you can. I mean, the, the Chargers um, just haven't been that far off all year. Just look at the Titans game a week ago. Um, they had that one, and it just didn't work out. Um, that's why I've. I've heard from several sources the Chargers sometimes get referred to as Cleveland West, and it's just because they find the dumbest ways to lose. Um, mm-hmm. So speaking of Cleveland, um, so I, I was gone last week for a good reason. Uh, no, oh well, yeah, good reason. I actually got a chance to spend time with my family after being away from home for three days. Um, I was home when you recorded, but it was my first day home after a few days being gone. So. Um, the family, your family is always important. Stash knows this. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to not pick the Browns just because I couldn't be here to um, explain Depend myself. Um, so I'll give you a little bit of the reasoning before I give you a little bit of the recap. Is I, I think truly who New England is is who they were against the Buffalo Bills. Mm. They are an inept offense who has no weapons. Um, but they can be the way they are because generally they're going to be playing ahead because that defense is just phenomenal. I don't think they're, to be truthful, I don't think they're like 49ers good, but they get the turnovers that the Niners generally don't. So the way I looked at it was through the scope of Cleveland was coming off of a bye week. Hopefully, hopefully, (laughs) hopefully they figure something out how to not step on their own dicks the whole time which they didn't do. Um, but I felt like their defense was good enough, especially with weather being involved, to be able to slow down the New England offense enough. Um, 
And I do feel like their defense slowed down the uh, the New England offense enough. It's just we had the most bizarre first quarter in the game. Um, we are the first team in seven years to find a way to have a turnover on three consecutive snaps. And uh, two of them were just completely freakish plays, like the first fumble that Chubb had. Uh, we were down 3 nothing, which was a missed opportunity for Cleveland because that third down play, the third down and goal play, Tom Brady threw it right to Denzel Ward, but he dropped it. Um, so it was 3 nothing. Our second play from scrimmage after that, Chubb is going to go run the ball. And somehow, someway, his own lineman's foot, his foot, hit the ball out of Chubb's hand, his arm. And that's when Hightower picks it up and runs in for a touchdown, so it's 10 nothing. How often is a li- offensive lineman going to kick the ball out of the running back's arms? Like, you don't ever see that. Yeah. So, we're down 10 nothing early. And it's like, what the hell? You know, you just don't think. Hey, that that wasn't a normal turnover, like whatever. The kickoff goes out of bounds. We get the ball at the 40. And I'm sure anyone who's watched ESPN since Sunday afternoon has seen this highlight where Chubb it like is a man possessed. He's going in to score on a sixty yard run. And at the last second, like uh, I forget his name, someone caught up to him, hit him from behind, fumbles again. And New England gets it. So what would have been a situation where it's like possibly going to be 10 to 7, and you're like, okay, we're okay. Um, and I, I know the dangerous thinking was uh, twice this year I felt this way, and it's gone bad after that. As I, I, I thought, well, despite how poorly we've played, we're still in this. I felt that way against Tennessee. Then the wheels fell off. And I felt that way during the Niners game. And then the wheels fell off. Um, so he fumbles again. Uh, we get the ball back. The The defense held up, so it's still 10 nothing. And then the very next play is uh, it was going to be a shovel pass to Landry. Um, it's a complete timing thing. It's like a boom-boom, like you snap the ball and you shovel pass it. Like th- There's no thought. It's just a timing thing. And uh, one of the defensive linemen just blew up the O-line and happened to be in the backfield that fast, and it just went right into his belly. So... Patriots had the ball on the 11-yard line. Two plays later, Edelman finds the soft spot in the defense. That's what Edelman does. And it's just that quickly, 17-0. So uh, the rest of the game, the Browns won the rest of the game 13-10. to But, again, it's, it's those detailed mistakes that they keep making that cost them. But um, to circle back to the reason why I picked them to win a close one was because I felt as though uh, while Buffalo has a better defense than Cleveland does, I felt Cleveland, even with their mistakes, is a better offense. And Buffalo had a uh, – when Buffalo played them, Buffalo lost uh, 16-10, but despite having their backup quarterback in, they had the ball at the end with a chance to win. So um, I still think New England is suspect. I just feel as though their schedule is not going to allow them to be ex- exposed. But if you had to put them up against, say, the Niners right now, I'd pick the Niners without a second thought. So, wow. So, see, so are you a believer now? Um, I always kind of was, but um, I, I feel like they're the same team, though. Um, they're uh, they're built to wear you down with running the ball all over yeah. the field. They both have quarterbacks who are better than average, but not great at this point. And they're well, Tom Brady's getting old. 
I, I still don't think Jimmy G's great, but he's perfect for the system he's in. Yeah. Um, if you were to like look at a stat line and saw Jimmy G threw the ball 40 times, I would assume that the Niners lost. Um, and they're both built to play from um, being ahead because they have those great defenses. So um, I, I felt it for a couple of weeks now, honestly. I'd be surprised if they weren't the two teams in the Super Bowl. Um <clears throat> Because they're very similar and they're very good at what they're doing. So, um, so the Browns did lose, um, but I will say this: I, I think Baker by far did the best against their defenses any quarterback has so far. Not that the competition is steep there. <laughs> I mean, some of those seven wins of the Patriots: uh, two came against uh, the Jets, one came against the Dolphins, one came against the Bengals, yeah. um, one came against the Steelers. And they just own Pittsburgh. That's like nothing new there. But so help me God, if Baltimore finds a way to beat them, that would, I'll probably just cry. So <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping not. Like, come on, you can't. You you tell me you'd rather the Patriots win than the the Ravens. I know yeah. that you're a Browns fan, but it's the page Like you have, like yeah, it's like a no. group. Like every NFL fan has to go against the Patriots. No, because uh, you wouldn't know this because you're on the NFC side. And uh, on the NFC side, um, if you're a two-win team in the NFC, your season's over at this point. Um, If you're a two-win team in the AFC, you're still in it. And it doesn't matter what division you're in other than maybe the East. But um, other than the Patriots, no team in the AFC has more than five wins. So if you're only a two-win team, you still got a shot. So basically – I see both us and the Steelers are probably huge Patriots fans this week because um, if the Ravens lose and we win, we're right back in it. Like, um, So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel good about it. I don't like saying I hope the Patriots win, but um, yeah, I guess even teams like Pittsburgh and Cleveland and stuff, we're, we're still in our – we control our own destinies as far as winning our division. So it's not going to be pretty. Um but the whole point is getting there in the first place. So, I mean, even the Chargers are still in it, you know. Yeah. That's just how it is. So, don't give me. No. And then one more housekeeping thing from last week. Uh, Dirty Dan, I listened to the show, and I know you uh, said I gave the Packers too many, I mean the Chiefs too many points. But I, I just want to throw it out there. Uh, I actually predicted the exact score of the game. So, oh, did you? Yep, thirty-one twenty-four. Wow. So, All suck right. it. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> I'll, okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, I got the Patriots versus Browns. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, most everyone did, but uh, like I said, there, there, there was reason for me to make the pick I did, and I felt strongly about it. Well, I didn't feel strongly about it. I mean, in all the other pickums I did, I had the Patriots winning because. Let's face it, and the in the other pickums, those results matter. This one, I'm allowed to be a homer because you know what, it's my podcast. So yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you know, the motivating factor was I had the Browns at three and four after seven games. So they still technically could have been three and four after seven games if they had won. So, uh, so we will talk briefly about fantasy football super quick before we get into week nine. And um, Dirty Dan here has been on the upswing lately. He's uh, thank God. 
He's getting some wins under his belt. You pulled yourself up to 500, right? You're 4-4 four and four now? Yeah, 4-4. Four and four. After you destroyed Stash? <laughs> <laughs> I think you just like saying that. Yeah. He, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's okay. Yeah. Thanks. That makes me feel good. Well, no, I mean, his team went off. I just I just got lucky and scored the most that I've scored. But um, let's let, let's specify something to our audience here, though. The reason why I'm okay saying that you destroyed Stash was because Stash was undefeated. He was six and zero. Dirty Dan, you and I were like in the gutters. Like our our teams when we first drafted them, we were expected to go one like, and two. Yeah, yeah. Like we drafted good teams on paper. So even fantasy teams are not <laughs> on paper. Um, after six and zero, Stash hit us both up and said, "I need all your good players." Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> we I, I I hit the same wall as I did last year. I got to six and zero, and then had three <laughs> injuries, ruled out you know three of my best fucking players, and I had to drop them. I you know what could I you know so. Why not go for Elderman and other guys that (laughs) I could get my hands on? But no, you guys don't want to be a bunch of um, hoggers of players. So (laughs) I I am not Donald Trump. I don't participate in collusion. (laughs) And so I'll just sit there. So the end result of Stas trying to hit us up for our players, Dirty Dan and I both basically collectively said, "Fuck you. We want to win too." Yeah, I, I was at the point where I was like, all right, fuck you. Like, you pretty much got your win in the bag. I'm trying to, like, dig myself out of the grave right now. Like, Edward yeah. is, like, my lone savior. Like, yeah, that is the only. That is the, your only. Yeah, so, you know, I've, I've, I'm starting to work my way up. But, I mean, if I was going to give them to you, I wasn't going to give them away for Free. No, I was gonna, I was gonna trade. I, I would, I would have given you. I would, I, I would even given you people out of my Yahoo if I could have. So, oh, yeah. yeah. He, he would have that's how, that's how Joe, desperately. He would have traded you Joe Flacco. Like <laughs> <laughs> so here, take carry on Johnson. I'll just yeah. give them to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I, it would have been an even trade. I would have given you. It would have been well worth it. But you guys didn't want to because you know I'm trying to win it for us here. You know, but oh, come on. Us. Yeah, it's, right. I'm doing oh, it for us. Collectively, for us? I'm doing it for us. I'm doing it. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for us. I mean, if you you want to give me some of your players, I'll win it for us. Like, <laughs> yeah, but not with your four and four. It just I can't. Oh, it won't work. I mean, if you give me a couple of those players, I'm, I'm sure I'll get to the playoffs. So yeah, yeah. Eventually, you would. Yeah. <laughs> well, the good news is, if it ended today, you both would be in the playoffs. Yeah, so. I would be. In, I would be the last fourth seed, but um. I would make it in, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. You better watch out. Once I get into the playoffs, you know, don't be surprised if I if I win it. Okay, we'll see. Mark I mean, mark I'm his only... words, everybody. It's on. It's recorded. Yeah, yeah right. I, I'm only two games out. I, I I mean, I'm not too far. Yeah, behind. no, there's Maybe still plenty, I... plenty of games left. But you know, the, so the fun thing this week is uh, me and Dill Spears are matched up again, and we're basically playing for who's not going to be last. We're we're just we're both just in the gutter our teams just are an embarrassment we're both two and six so um i can maybe finally win a game my third game and uh not be fourth for the first time all year so i mean um, if fourth in my division i mean i'm i'm last overall but I'm, we we have two divisions of four teams and i'm last in my division so 
I mean, if you win and I lose, like, you're only one game back from, like, right. that fourth spot. It's just super close this year. It's amazing. But, um, again, you're on the rise, though. Like, you, you know, you, you were as low as I was when Stash tried at rating our rosters. I know. <laughs> and then you give him the ultimate payback by destroying him. I added the best week he's ever that. had, and he loses. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, stop so, picking on me. Right. Let's move on to something okay. else. All right, well, let's get into week. <laughs> let's get into week nine, and uh, it's kind of funny. This is the first time in a long time we've actually been able to discuss the Thursday night game, and it works out perfectly because it's actually Dirty Dance Forty ers playing on Thursday night. So, Dirty Dan, watch you. Uh, I don't know how you're going to talk about it. Frame this all. Yeah, I mean, it's Arizona visiting San Francisco tomorrow night. Like, how oh, bad is it going to be? It's a hollow. Uh, I don't think it's going to be awful. I think we pulled out a lot of tricks against the Panthers because they were our first kind of test. They're a really good defense. They had, and so I think Kyle Shanahan actually pulled out some tricks. We did a lot of trick plays, a lot of motions. Had some great plays, and that's what opened up a lot of holes, and that's why we, you know, dropped 50 on them. Um, for the Cardinals, it's going to be a lot more basic of a game. Um, I don't, we're not going to need to put up a lot. Maybe not even going to need to put up more than 20 points this game. Um, I see us getting around 28. I would say just kind of, kind of messing around. Um, they're still, they're still um, an offensively good team. Um, defensively, they got some great players like um, Pat Pete is back. And um, Chandler Jones is still a monster. So those are the two players that we got to really um, watch out for. Kyler Murray could put up points, but um, against our defense, I I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it too much. So yeah, it's a so, division game. Um, we have them like back to back pretty much. Like it's them Seahawks and then Arizona again. Hmm, so okay. the only team I'm really worried about the Seahawks, and even them, I feel like we can we can beat. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still excited for it. So twenty what? Twenty eight to thirteen. I'll give them. Wow. I'll give them some points. I keep giving extremely... teams. I keep you know, I keep giving teams against my Niners some points, but I'm trying to be modest. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be a little little humble here. Well, uh, you're gonna you, you're you're gonna eat humble pie today. I mean that Thursday that's for sure. Tomorrow I'm, I'm gonna be realistic. I'm gonna say the Niners win thirty four to three. 34 to 3. And I'm I'm saying that coming off the fact that I uh I just picked up Kenyon Drake. Um oh. knowing he's going to be going up against the Niners, but I I need running backs. So, but I I think it's, it's going to be more in line with what we've been seeing lately. It's going to be 34-3 because um I don't give a fuck. I mean, the 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 Cardinals just don't have the offense to move on that defense. And um, they'll be behind early. That's how. That, I mean, that's just how these things work with the Niners. They get up early, then they suffocate you. They're like a boa constrictor. So um, they got it's just be more constrictor. Yeah, it's going to be ugly football. So, Stash, what do you think? Actually, I think that the the 49ers can face their first loss with the with the Cardinals on this one. It'll be twenty three twenty one. They actually they haven't actually played uh, what some would call. Uh, a murder row of teams. I mean, if you looked at, uh, um, you know, they had they have they have a near perfect season, um, but I think that for this game, they're going to feel a little bit of a sting. 
and Stop. it'll be against the Cardinals, and uh, you're gonna eat humble pie. Uh, what? You know. Well, come on. You got the Buccaneers, the Bengals, the Steelers, and the Redskins. It'll be 23-21. Right off the bat. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you're you're bringing up Reds. So. You do realize your microphone's on, right? We heard everything yeah. you just said. Like, I just, I generally just those said kind it. of thoughts. Generally, those thoughts stay inside the brain, not out mm-hmm. the mouth. Um, wow. I mean, and I just think of how you guys reacted when Stash read off my prediction for the Browns game last week. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think this is way more absurd <laughs> than that. Like, you, you took my deep end mm-hmm. and like you're out there in the middle of the Pacific yeah. Ocean with the tuna. I don't know, like, why the Cardinals hey, though? Remember they quiet. The remember they won play, three. Remember they won three of their past four games. The only thing they didn't get was against the Saints. But you know it was a stinging loss for them. But they're yeah. going to come back, and you'll see. It'll, <laughs> I, I'm I'm a I'm I uh, my former life I was a betting man, and I'm going to put money on the Cardinals on this one. I mean, I'll put. I mean, where where are you recording from next week? Because you're going to lose your house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean watch, watch come back. I, I would feel comfortable picking the Niners to lose, just not against the Cardinals. Like, I, I, I'm fearful for Kyler Murray's life tomorrow. Like, I feel like they they could probably kill him. <laughs> the dude's we'll only see. like barely taller than me. I mean, he's like five eight. Yeah. Well, well, if he's five eight, then I'm taller than him, barely. He might be. I, mean, I know five, Stash nine, would have to maybe. look up to him, but that's crazy. I mean. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll see. All right, we'll see. All right, we will see. This is why we call it the NFL prediction show. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, oh that's a hot take. Yeah. I, I think you owe me an apology for last week. For yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were we were writing your ass on, on that. You Patriot were. I listened. Though. I listened. Yeah, I, we 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 both agreed. Like, what are you thinking? Okay, we just got to watch the game to see what he sees. I didn't come back as hot as I believe me. If we were recorded yesterday, my tone yeah. would have been a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anywho, sorry. So moving right along, uh, we got Cleveland uh, at Denver, and this uh, this to me is no different than how Week Two was, where we were going up against a, a Jets team that was going to be without C.J. Mosley and Sam Darnold. Um, this is really a no-win situation for. I mean, we're gonna win. I'm gonna predict a win, but mm-hmm. other than beating them by like three touchdowns, there's nothing that could happen here that's probably gonna make you feel good about it because it's the Broncos. It's mm-hmm. the Broncos. I mean, and it's the Broncos without their mediocre quarterback, and they're starting. They're starting someone who's making his first NFL start. So, um, yeah, anything short of like a 31 to six kind of game, you're not gonna feel good about how they did because. The Broncos should be destroyed, but I don't think they will get destroyed, but they will lose. I'm going to go um, – I do think this is going to be a get-right game. Like, they might actually look competent this week. I'm going to say Cleveland's going to win 27-7. How about you, Stash? How I, got 20, I got 24-17 Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I think the Browns I, – I just hope the Browns, Browns sort of – Pick up and show everything that we have all hoped them to be over the the summer, over the off season. You know all their pickups, all their uh, mm-hmm. predictions, the offensive line, their offensive. Um, they got a lot of resources on their team, so I just hope that maybe they put on a couple of clinics in there where they where they show their chops again, and it'll be twenty four seventeen. 
a win's a win. I'd be happy with it. And I, I will just say, I did say weeks ago that the Browns could be three and five after eight games and be okay. And mm-hmm. if they win, they will be three and five because um, st- statistically speaking, we just wrapped up. We we were tied for the hardest for seven games out of all the NFL. And the best part is for the last nine, we have the easiest schedule in the NFL. So um, things should start looking up, hopefully. So, uh, Dirty Dan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go um, 21 to 10, Browns. Yeah, I, I think um, the only way you would feel good about this is um, if you guys get things clicking on both sides of the ball. Just mm-hmm. even though, you know, you're playing a, a guy's a quarterback who's getting his first start. Um, it's the Broncos defense. I don't know how great they've been this year. You know, probably middle of the pack. Still got Von Miller. Still yeah. got Chris Harris. Mm-hmm. Still got some players. Missing Bradley Chubb. But, um, yeah, unless mm-hmm. you guys click on all phases, you know, I wouldn't take this win too. Yeah. You know, take it with a grain of salt. Right. Um, as long as they do good enough to win. Um, I did tell Mrs. Uppy if the I, – I don't mean it, but this is how I felt. If the Browns lose this one, I might just cancel my trip to Cleveland next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still go. But um, anyhow. All right. So, uh, Stash, you uh, got Green Bay visiting Los Angeles. Oh, gosh. I think that um, we're going to see another one of those venues where it's all opposing team and no home team again. And so that makes it very rough in that small, tiny little stadium of a football field. Although it's beautiful to watch a football game. Uh, So anybody who's listening, definitely catch a football game there. Man, you would be surprised on the views and you can really see and hear things that you can't see or hear at a regular football stadium so definitely mm-hmm. do go watch one even if your team if your team loses but um Packers got a great offense um it's gonna be really hard to hold them down um, um plus they have a big play uh, uh pass defense uh that Chargers are probably not gonna be able to get over and so I'm actually gonna go again with the loss uh 24-17 Packers even Vegas has it down as a as a win for Packers, and it's hard to point at any good thing that we have on our team to say that they could pull it out of the bag. Okay, um, Dirty Dan. Yeah, I'm gonna go 35-13 Packers. I think the Packers are too too sound of a team. You know, Aaron Rodgers starting to get back into his groove, mm-hmm. and not that they do they've even needed him really. You know, their defense is playing good enough, well enough, and Aaron Jones is finding the end zone. And now that Aaron Rodgers is now starting to air it out, I don't, I just don't have any faith in this Chargers team. They've, they've, they won last week. You know, I remember talking, talking shit. I didn't tr- believe in the Bears and I didn't believe in the Chargers, but <laughs> I don't remember. I think I, ch- I picked the Chargers. You picked the Chargers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so. You know, I feel lucky just getting up. They should have lost that game. So I'm going to quit while I'm ahead, and I'm not going to play any games. And, yeah, I'm just going to say the Packers blow them out. Um, I wouldn't even say blow. I mean, I'm going to pick the Packers here. Um, it makes too much sense not to pick them. But you can score on them. And I think, mm-hmm. the, Pac- I think the Chargers will score on them because, I mean, I, I like Mike Pettin. 
Um, I think he got the raw deal when he was a coach for the Browns. Um, I like the guy. He's not stupid. Um, so I'm going to go Green Bay winning 34-24. Um, for all the reasons everyone stated. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers can't be stopped. Aaron Rodgers might be one of the few teams that could possibly put a hurt on uh, the Niners' ego, but we'll see in a few. We'll see down the line. I think the two the two actually do play. So yeah, we do um, play. I think we got them and the Saints coming up. So perfect. those are yeah. We get some good tests. Marked. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, we'll move along to our Sunday night game. Um, this is should be a good one, and we'll start with you, Dirty Dan. We got the Patriots at Ravens. Yeah, I'm curious to see how Lamar does against that Patriots defense. I still don't like think... ass, like yeah. ass. You think? Ass. <laughs> yeah. No, I think he's actually going to be able to run on them quite a bit, and that'll. I they haven't had to deal with something like that. They've played a lot of ass teams, but Ravens are are not one of those teams. You know, they just they are more... an ass team. <laughs> they if just you got, got the more... defense, to sh- if you got the defense, you can shut them down. Yeah, yeah, and I think the Patriots do, but I'm also mm-hmm. I'm more curious to see how the Patriots defense reacts to him. You know, him mm-hmm. being um being able to use his legs and throw it down deep downfield. I think he's going to use his legs a lot more. You know, that's mm-hmm. really what where the the damage is going to be done. How it's been the past couple of games for the Ravens. But yeah, I'm just curious to see how Bill Belichick. I know he's going to figure out a way to shut down. He's always going to have a spy out there. Or something. Yep. He's going to force him to throw. <laughs> And so, it's true. Yeah, make him know, get out just, of the pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to see. Him out of the if, pocket. I still want to yeah. see if he manages to, you know, run for a hundred plus yards again. So um. Probably. I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna say Ravens over Patriots. I think it's wow. gonna be close. I think the Patriots, the Ravens, have a decent enough defense to kind of harass and maybe get a couple interceptions off of Brady. He hasn't been playing the greatest ball the past couple of weeks. Because he's old no, as fuck. Yeah, yeah, he's he's showing signs. But then again, mm-hmm. every year he shows signs of it. And then <laughs> right. playoffs come around, and then he just – I mean, last year's playoffs, he looked like ass too. So I don't. I think mm-hmm. he's just slowing down overall. Yeah. You know, he got carried that whole last postseason. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Ravens. You know, I think part of that is just me really wanting them to win because I'm sick and tired of hearing about the Patriots, and I just want to hear about them <laughs> losing. So yeah, um, you Ravens couldn't start first... next week. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I need I need the Ravens to win now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm gonna say Ravens over the Patriots, twenty to seventeen. Wow. I'm sorry, Bubby. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Stash, we'll let you go next. You know, um. I have the Patriots over the Ravens, 23-16 on this one. Um, you all make same. I we all made the same. Make all the same points. Um, I just think that that uh, Brady, you know, coming out quickly, those short passes are going to really kind of kill the Ravens uh, versus Jackson coming out and being a beast mode, you know, and 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 getting him out of the pocket and, and trying to run and you know hitting home runs. But uh, I still think that it'll be a good game to watch, um, both defensively and offensively, to see how traditionally how they come off. But I got a 23-16. Well, <clears throat> I will say the Patriots have the right kind of defense, I think, to shut Lamar Jackson down. 
Um, the Patriots won. But I will say that the Patriots won weakness. Again, this is part of the reason why I chose the Browns to win last week. Um, one of their weaknesses is you can run on them. Um, and that's what Lamar Jackson is as a running back with a 50% completion percentage. Um, I, I just think Bill Belichick is just too smart. He's got a plan. There's tape on how to stop him. Um, the Browns have tape out there that shows how to stop him. The Chargers from last year's playoff have, have tape out there on how to stop him. And honestly, I mean, I, I don't want to steal anyone's logic here, but if the Ravens have 20, then by that point, the Patriots have at least 30-plus. I don't know where I've heard this before, but, um, yeah. I, I think the Patriots are just going to make uh, the Ravens look like garbage. And I'm going to go, the Patriots are going to win like 30-6. to six. Jeez. Jeez. All right. All right I want to emphasize this. This time it's not about the actual score. It's just... I think they're gonna make him look like ass. Okay. Yeah, you think they make him look bad? Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, but you, yeah, if if uh, if the Ravens can like just really compress the field uh, down downfield and um, and you know Brady can't pass like he wants to, it's still short the short passes he's gonna rely on, um, and so I think that's what I think where the Ravens are gonna make the best use of their of their defensive play. This is just my opinion, but I think one of the reasons why they still work, like, I think we all understated how big of a loss it was going to be when they lost Gronkowski. Mm -hmm. But I think, honestly, the only thing that's gluing them together right now is Edelman. And Edelman just has this innate ability to find the soft spot in the defense. Yeah. And if he was, if something happened to him, if he like, I I almost think that if he somehow missed four games, for whatever reason, like maybe a high ankle sprain or another PED suspension, I bet they would probably lose all four, unless they're playing the Dolphins every time. But Jet Dolphins, Jets, Giants, you know, all the trash teams they usually play. Yeah, exactly, and I think that's honestly the reason why I feel like you know, um, they're vulnerable because for the most part, other than elements skill of finding the soft spot basically all you have to do is gear up to stop the run and you have them on their their heels but uh we'll see i i'm i don't say this often i hope dirty dan is wrong um <laughs> because i i you know I, I can't afford for them to widen that gap and keep winning so um last game uh we're that we're predicting is our monday night game stash we'll start with you um I look forward to hearing what you think about Dallas at, <laughs> at the Giants. How trash just, is Dallas going to be this week? Just, just a disclaimer: I do have Dallas on my fantasy, so you know I do, I do sort of root for him. He's been, he's been getting me points, so I, I can't uh, on my oh, fantasy yeah, like, side. I, I, yeah, on my fantasy side, Prescott's been my, been my boy. He's been better than Brady and and um, Rivers, who I've had on my Yahoo for quite a bit. And they've been trash lately, not getting me quite the points that they like, that I would like to see. But um, coming off of a bye, I, you know, they're going to come off a little bit fresh. Um, I'm going to say 27-19 uh, Cowboys on this one. And, um, you know, we'll see how Ezekiel Elliott does come out. Um, you know, 
and see uh, Kellen Moore and see what he can do. But uh, I want to see how Ezekiel comes out um, running on the on the Jets. But I really don't think it's going to be that great of an exciting game for a Monday night. It might be kind of lackluster, uh, long and drawn out. And um, it'll be kind of towards the end of the fourth quarter type of thing, you know, um, where it might get a little bit good. But other than that, probably pretty boring. Yeah. Um, Dan. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say about. Yeah, I don't know what to say about the Cowboys. I know they're gonna win this game. Um, Giants got Saquon back, and he's looking he's looking good. But it doesn't matter. The Giants are the Giants. You know, Daniel Jones has been playing okay here and there. Like I think last game he had three touchdowns. I think they still mm-hmm. wound up losing. I don't remember who they played. But Cowboys are just—they're just one of those teams that has, you know, they looked great in the beginning, mm-hmm. and played trash teams, and then once they, you know, started playing some, some actual teams, started losing, and you know they got exposed. But they look great on paper, so I, I don't know why they. Sh- there's no reason <laughs> they should be four and three. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have to pick them against the Giants. I'd say. Twenty-four, fourteen. Okay. Um. I I think the Giants just are not good enough yet. I uh, I, I view these things like college football. So to me, this isn't Packer. It's not. Uh, sorry, Packers. It's not Cowboys Giants. I see it as Ohio State Penn State. Ezekiel Elliott versus Saquon Barkley. Uh. Um. But I, I, Dallas shouldn't be as bad as they are, <laughs> but they are bad at times. But I think the Giants are just a little bit worse. But mm-hmm. I don't think it, it, it's a divisional game. There's not that much disparity between them. So I'm going to predict a much closer score. But I have Dallas winning too. But I'm going to go something like 28-27 though. That whole division's just. I don't know. Almost garbage. Yeah, you got the I mean, Eagles four and four. Like they look great, and then they look trash. Like I don't, they, they're bipolar. They are, that whole division. They're they're the equivalent, I think, to like basically the AFC North. They don't know what they want. So, to someone's gonna win it, but you're not gonna be too proud about it. No, you're end. gonna be like eight and eight. Like you're <laughs> right. gonna win it, like mm-hmm. with barely five hundred. <laughs> exactly, um, and and there's too much talent around there to justify yeah. the. You know, I mean. Uh, I, I remember preseason, the Eagles were a Super Bowl contender. You know, people had the Eagles going to the Super Bowl, like contending for it, and they yeah, they can't stop a lot of those, play- those yeah. Super Bowl players on their team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, we we teased a new segment um, last time we were all three together many 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 moons ago. Um, so instead of giving you one game to watch and explaining ourselves. We're, we're going to kind of rapid fire, do three games to watch and then three games to avoid. So we're not going to explain ourselves. We'll just give you the game and move on from it. So Stash, uh, give us one game to watch. One game you think is worth watching. Uh, one game worth watching is going to be the Bucks Seahawks. It's going to be 27-31. It's going to be a great game. Um, I know Buck, the Bucks' uh, defense is not that great, but overall their offense uh, can come back on fire again. Remember, Seahawks are allowing 273 passing yards. 
So let's see what Winston can do with um, with with uh, uh, Evans and um, went. What's the other guy's name? Goodwin. Yeah, Goodwin. Sorry, Godwin. Yeah. Uh, so that's my game to watch. Who you got winning? <laughs> oh, I got him. I got uh, I got Seahawks thirty-one twenty-seven. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I didn't have a speech prepared. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with uh, <laughs> The whole point was uh, rapid fire. He, Don't explain yourself. I know he's, 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 he's got me sweating over here. Sorry. Change can be hard sometimes. We, we were in the same yeah. process for uh, two months now. So change, change is not always easy, and I'm the most prone to forget things. But uh, my game, uh, Vikings-Chiefs, I, I think just is going to be a good one to watch, especially in that morning slot. I think it's in the morning slot. So uh, got two good teams playing each other, so it should be entertaining. How about you, Dirty Dan? Um, I'm not actually gonna go Texans Jags. Um, I guess mm. we already talked about the the Patriots Ravens. So um, Texans, Texans Jags. Right, right. I think I think yeah. the Texans are top of that division. Um, actually, Barely. where are the Colts? About Colts the are same. five and two. Oh, so Colts. I guess yeah. Colts and Texans. Um, Texans are five and three. Um, Colts are five and two, and Jags are actually four and four with Gardner Minshew. So I want to see what the the Texans, I think, had a close, some, a semi-close one with the no, they did have super a close. close. The Raiders, the, the yeah. Raiders had that one, yeah. Yeah, so I want to see, um, I want to see what what this divisional rivalry game, you know, kind of mm-hmm. kind of comes out as. I, I'm still going to go Texans, you know, play it safe, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags wound up beating them. So I'd, yeah. I'd say, um, 27, 24. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a good um, game to watch. I'll be rooting for the stash in that one. Not our stash, but the oh, stash. the the, yeah. Minchie, the stash. All right, all right, so let's get into our three games to make sure you don't wash. Watch, sorry, wash. Um, I, I swear I haven't drank that much tonight. Um, <laughs> Dirty Dan, what's what's your one game to avoid? I'll, I'll pick the easy one: um, the Jets versus Dolphins. Oh yeah, that's the game for draft picks only. Um, so unless you're a, a fan. And you want to see, you know, how the draft order is gonna wind up? I think everyone already knows the Dolphins are gonna lose. Dolphins mm-hmm. got number one pick in the bag. There's, there's no way they don't get it. I mean, unless the, <laughs> right. who is it? Who else is it? is it? The Redskins that are that they're competing with? Uh, the Redskins won a game, so against uh, the Dolphins. Yep. Oh, I, there you go. So Washington's got the title. So the, the the Dolphins at this point can win one and still be okay. Yeah, um. but they're not going to. <laughs> Yeah, they're going for that the O and sixteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, they're devoid of talent at this point. I mean, yeah, they're just shipping everyone off. I mean, I'm surprised Xavier Howard still, and they put him on injured reserve for like, you know, he got like a little scab, little boo boo, and they're like, hey, go ahead. Stash, <laughs> what's your game to avoid this week? Uh, and avoid Monday night. Um, find something else to do. Spend time with your children, make more babies, something, but avoid the Cowboys Giants game. It'll be lackluster. You'll thank me later. You'll thank me on Tuesday morning. Well, you'll thank me um, sometime on Sunday. That I I advise you to just don't watch the Detroit Oakland game. It's probably gonna be far more entertaining than it probably seems like it will be. But let's just make it. Let's just make a pact right now, collectively, that any team that wears silver just don't watch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That includes the Patriots. Don't watch the Sunday night game either. Yeah, don't watch that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
fuck them. So, <laughs> I mean, just root so, for the Ravens, guys. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. All right. <laughs> well, with that said, we have reached the end of our Week 9 show. Thank you all for being with us again. Um, as always, no one has done it yet. But if you're listening, please, please, please find us on Facebook, on our Facebook page. Just search uh, your Facebook search bar thingy for Uppy and Stash. You'll find us. Or if you want to type more letters, you can do Uppy and the Stash podcast. You'll find us. Uh, find us on Twitter at Uppy and Stash. Um, let us know what your favorite team is. Let us know how awesome we are. Or let us know how much we suck. We don't care. Just engage with us. And if you tell us your favorite team, we will include them in our Week 10 show next week. So, uh, please do that because we would love for someone to finally say something, and we might actually send you. A <laughs> we're so lonely, <laughs> right? I know, right? We're we're lonely, and I clearly don't know how to speak and run on sentences. So, um, we might send you a sticker too. We still have plenty of Uppy and Stash stickers that we ordered, so oh, cool. uh, we will send you one of those as well. Maybe autographed by me. Um, Stash doesn't have any, so he can't autograph them, and that's okay. No. I can probably get Dirty Dance because um, he he lives in the town I work in, so I can meet up with him. Um, he'll write. He'll write his. He'll he'll use the ink of water, of vitamin, to write his name on on it. So right. yeah, you might instead of instead of instead of the bourbon or the or the wine coolers that he could be drinking right now. <laughs> right. I mean. You'll know my signature. My signature is the one uh, you wouldn't think this is possible. But my signature has uh, chest hair on it. Um, stat, uh, Dirty Dan's signature will have uh, peach fuzz on it. <laughs> no, I shaved it all off. Okay, I, it'll, it'll be clean shaved. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, with that said, uh, Stash, what are your parting words? My parting words are all. Um, I hope the Patriots lose. And uh, fuck the Cowboys. Fuck you, Patriots. Um, Dirty Dan. <laughs> um, I hope the Patriots lose and go Ravens. So fuck the Patriots, go Ravens. <sighs> I came back for this. <laughs> I'm sorry, like not even I missed br- you. I, your Browns. No, I, was, I mean, your Browns you beat the Seahawks for me, man. We. Sh- I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, we. The refs. That was, the refs. We were supposed to have a deal. I missed you up here. We we did, but the refs. I mean, I'm going to blame the refs on this one. Okay. Um, Okay. My parting words, thanks to you guys, I'm going to have to stick with fuck the Ravens. Like, fuck Baltimore. (laughs) But um, I I want to send my condolences out to all the Golden State Warriors fans. You just lost lost Steph Curry tonight. So, my (sighs) condolences. I guess congrats to the Nationals. No, no. Oh, yes, no. no. I, I was yes. gonna send my. I was gonna send my congratulations to the Montreal. Your Expos finally did it. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were Montreal before. Before they, yeah. So congratulations, <laughs> Montreal. You're the best French Canadian thing we have going for us on on this continent. And um, um, I don't know. Maybe you can all gather in Olympic Stadium tomorrow and raise your Labatt Blues. And cheer yourselves, because you might get to have a timeshare with uh, Tampa Bay with the Devil Rays in the future. So you might have half a baseball team in the future. So um, I, I know this is a football podcast, but the owner of the Tampa Bay Rays suggested that um, the team split its time up in Montreal. Don't ask me. I don't make the rules. I'm not a billionaire. What do I know? So... <laughs> 
Um, Stash, mm-hmm. I hope you're listening. This is how it goes in the event you have to do it in the future. Until next time, all, we wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night. Oh, I see. <laughs>